You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Boys Don't Cry. I'm Russell Kane. This is the show where we get men or a man to talk about the issues we wish men would talk about. We're always joined by at least one female auditor in case we drift into sexism and generalities that need to be corrected. The topics are wide-ranging. We do go there with mental health and suicide and all the ones that are heavier than a hippie's revelation after a spliff. But we also kick some lighter stuff around that leads to heavy stuff. Height, body mass, love, infidelity... Um, we try to keep it funny if we can, because what I've noticed is particularly the more working class the man, the less likely he is to have want to have any discussion, any emotional level. You have to have a deep discussion, then follow it with some hardcore pornography and then a gif of a clown being shot in the head. Only then can you have anything worth listening to. And um, so this week it's something... We're recording this in lockdown, by the way, so if the sound quality isn't as amazing as it might be, apologies. But it's a subject that's dear to a lot of people's hearts, men and women alike. And I'm fascinated to hear whether my panel have differing views on this. We're going to be talking about marriage and weddings, so badly affected by lockdown, both of them. Weddings in that most of them were called off, marriage in that most of them were called off (laughs) during lockdown. So my panel today, I'm joined from north of the Bodor, it's Larry Dean. And from south of the border, so south, she nearly falls off into the Isle of Wight, where she originates from. It's Susie Ruffle, if you're posh, Susie Ruffell. Uh, Welcome, both of you. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm all right, thanks, Russ. How are you? Anyone have a lockdown wedding cancelled? Yes, me. (laughs) Oh, shit, sorry. Did you know that? Yes, I did, but it's nice and dramatic for me to ask you. Nice and dramatic, yeah. I didn't because I wasn't invited. (laughs) I mean, that's, yeah, that's very harsh. I'm so sorry. There's nothing I can say about that. I'm the I'm the victim you of this really situation. Are, Larry. I'm too shiny. It's awkward. How how bad how bad was the fallout from it? Expense, emotions, guest disappointment. Was it? Have you? Some people can ride with the punches of cancellation and go. Life's an adventure. It was obviously meant to be. And other people are like my life's over. I've missed my bus. Um, I think that it was sort of. I mean, it was completely taken out of our hands. So obviously. It's not like someone's decided that they don't want to get married, which I imagine is a lot harder. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, financially, we're thousands of pounds down. Oh, my God. Um, because of our honeymoon, uh, because we decided that we'd like to go to Hawaii for a month. And that, well, I'm never going to plan anything nice ever again, mm. uh, because clearly I don't deserve it. 
But, All honeymoons um, so, should be in really COVID strict places with excellent lockdown protocol. That's Vietnam, China, and no- North Korea. Apparently, Pyongyang's got some great hotels. They're all, they well, all get the same on TripAdvisor by coincidence. Excellent five star. Uh, well, listen, if anyone's listening can give me some sort of code to help me with that, uh, can ensure my safety while I'm on holiday, I'm very keen. They're a very liberal culture. You'll be fine, Susie. Yeah, Any- I feel like they'll really, they'll just lean in, right? Just lean right in. So, poor Susie, uh, Larry, married, single, wedding in the pipeline. You're, I've, read, I've read you've turned the big three O, so the pressure is on, really, particularly north uh, of the border. Pressure's on, really. Um, <laughs> uh, I uh, am not seeing anybody. I'm single. Uh, uh, help. Um, I, I was, I, the thing is, I was actually, like, I do not usually... I, when everybody would ask me though, they'd be like, "Oh, do you want to get married at some point?" Whatever, especially when like the gay marriage thing came through, um, you know, it's like well, mum and dad were like, oh, "You know, now's your chance." We should, <laughs> we, no we should probably say for listeners who might be new to your stand-up that you are a gay man, not that your parents were like, "You might be straight, but gay marriage is another way for us to get rid of you, Larry." <laughs> Listen, son, with the COVID crisis, the COVID crisis coming up, and you lose your sense of taste and smell, put a cock in you. Um, <laughs> Wow, I never thought of those <laughs> benefits before. Oh, yes, you have. Good Fuck morning. Off. I did. Let's <laughs> see how tight your top is. <laughs> my first thought when COVID you... was revealed to get rid of the sense of taste was I wasn't going, right, I'll get it on purpose so I can have blowjob night with Lindsay. It did not cross <laughs> my mind. You straight people think this is a pandemic. We call it a conversion. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lolly. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you're not, do you, so uh, my first, let's go straight into the first stereotype. Yes, uh, and also my listeners should also know, Susie, you are a gay wom- woman as well. And this, this has <laughs> particular, normally it wouldn't be re- very relevant for most of the things we're talking about, but to do with weddings and marriage, it feels so super, super uh, relevant. It feels like so very recently this was, this was well, a political yeah, hot I mean, potato. Yeah, we've only had the legal right to marry since March 2016. Yeah, that is recent 20, as fuck. Is it 2016? What a year that was. <laughs> Trump, Brexit, yeah. gay marriage. No, oh, for God's no, sake. It, it, no, actually, I think it was 2014 Oh, thank good for that. There's going to be people going, you're wrong, because, you know. Yeah, I bet yeah. Scotland got it a year earlier. They always have to be slightly progressively before us. Like they banned smoking before. I don't remember, actually. I honestly, can't, I can't remember when um, uh, if Scotland got it before. That's usually something as well you'd show off. We always run the pilot in Scotland exactly first, don't like we? A, yes, we've taken smoke out of yeah, people's exactly. lungs. We can confirm less people are dying. Bring it to England. <laughs> Send it up to those pale guinea pigs over there. <laughs> I really like my cigarettes. We just want to try it. <laughs> so the... Hey, this does sound like something. Although Scotland, there's something that... Because usually whenever you're Scottish, you've got to have like some fact... To say to people are going, this is why Scotland's better than the other place. Uh, I know that Scotland's got nine of all the LGBT laws um, that will make everything. I think according to like uh, LGBT trust, Scotland's got ninety nine percent of them, which is like the highest in the world. And I think they've. I don't know what the last percent is. It's like fucking. They make it sound as if it's a yackle advert, but um, <laughs> they're, they're aiming for I, the I know where you're heading to healthy bacteria again in the same the same joke, filthy bastard. Um, <laughs> think of it like an actimel, you boy slut. And uh, so the first stereotype we must tackle, and whether being gay or straight has any impact on this, I have no idea. 
the the cliche and stereotype is that women care more about marriage than men. That at the three zero that Mr. Dean has just passed, um, men panic less about marriage than women do for traditionally economic reasons, political reasons, uh, women being used as chattels. They're the hardcore ones, but also for biological imperatives. If a woman wants to have a baby, there's nothing we can do. I can study sociology till the cows come home. I cannot extend a womb life. Um, so that we're not with so far, we haven't got a quality of breeding age. I'm sure science will get us there eventually. Um, but for now, there appears to be more pressure if you're going to do the whole marriage and babies thing for a woman to start to, to panic more at 30 than a man. Is that still a fair comment, Susie Raphael? Um, you're using my posture. I'm sorry, I don't know why. I feel like I, feel like I should talk very nice. <laughs> so it, when it's a, poly, a polysyllabic academic question, I feel it. Yeah, I, I, I'll just, yeah that's fine. Thank you, thank you for bringing me in. That's very interesting. Um, no, I feel like... I mean, obviously... You know, biological clock is something, like, I'm aware of it. I got to about 30 and I started just hearing, like, constantly, have a baby, have a baby, have a baby, go on, have a baby, have a little one, just have a little one, pop one in, have a baby, have a baby. Like, not constantly, but, you know, a fair amount of the time. Sometimes that was just my mum saying that. <laughs> it wasn't but, a biological clock at all, you're yeah, on FaceTime. Yeah, which is which. <laughs> um, but it's... I, I mean, it's difficult, it's difficult, isn't it? Because that's, like, now we're discussing whether, like, marriage is some people want to be married before they start a family yeah i think that i think that it's something that women have to consider in a way that men just sort of never do so you, you know like men become dads can, can become dads so old i know it's gross though, like it? it's like i remember like Mick jagger blasting you know what, out talcum powder from his urethra well, and then getting someone pregnant when, <laughs> do you remember when des o'connor had a baby at like 75 oh What's in the box? My offspring. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's Viagra first. Exactly. Um, Hey, I mean, he must have. He was probably like a. His cock was like a Smurf. He took so much blue pill before he got it hard. (laughs) Come to Papa Smurf. It's throbbing. But I think that it's. I like that I can see that Larry. <laughs> he's somewhere between. I already Rose, feel like my. Do the bit of it, the Smurf again. Mick Jagger's talcum powder really fucking tickled me, man. Do you know what? It, it's, we will come on to biological clock and everything in a minute, so I don't. I don't want to preempt what we're going to talk uh, talk about. But there is something slightly re- repulsive as a man. I, I can say it. I'm a man. I'm a straight man. I find it a bit gross the idea of being seventy and fathering children. Me, if I say me, then uh, I'm not sort of shaming anyone. So Su- Susie agrees, Larry, that there is still, in, t- in 2020, gay or straight, more pressure, biological pressure, all types of pressure on women to panic. I mean, in my, amongst my female friends, the women that are 35 and single have a haunted death row look about them. Uh, well, if, you, if they want, if they want that, I think. I but some of them were, some of them were the cool people at twenty five saying marriage is a misogynic institution. Man, I'm free. I'm gonna have insured it and have smoothies. And then they get to thirty five and go, my womb is aching for a baby. I just want to be Bridget Jones. It's like, what happened to these girls, Larry? Is it the same for men? Do you think gay or uh, straight? I don't think there's much of a difference here. Personally, maybe you can correct me. I don't, I, no, I don't. I, I've. I don't. Well, when it comes to like the baby, the baby thingy. Uh, you just call them I, oh, <laughs> Must be a cultural difference. We call them big sturgeons. We call them the baby call them big sturgeons. They're just slightly bigger than Nicola. <laughs> I know it's uh, actually when you walk around in Scotland, it's all we all look like Nicola Sturgeon, just got different <laughs> hairstyles. Um, 
But no, I, I don't think I've ever I've like I've wanted kids before, but usually after I've w- watched a film to do with one of them dying. So, oh. so then usually I'm like, oh, I love kids actually, and then I hang out for like the reality of a kid. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, no, I don't have but any. But take kind of- okay, so take the ba- take the baby thing out of it, um, because even if a woman knew she could not have children. I'm pretty sure she would still get the haunted, oh my God, look, a lot of women at 35. So there's something other than breeding going on here that men seem to experience Mm. less pressure. Do you think that's fair? Will it kick in more at 40 if you're still single and dancing to techno? Larry, not that you dance to techno. I don't know where I've got that image from. (laughs) Just you going, (laughs) it's totally slightly offensive that I've just had that image. But you know what I mean? It's just me me trying to pronounce consonants. (laughs) 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 Uh, no, why I, I did originally, I had, I've only had like two really long-term relationships and only once uh, was considering asking them to marry me. And I'm pre- I don't think that was an age thing. I think that was much more of a thing of um, wanting them not to leave me, <laughs> but then kind of contractually obliging someone to never leave me. It sounds fantastic that way. Um, but the, I don't think it's, as I've got older, I felt any more pressure. Because I'm a bit like, you know, it's nice, romantic, but I suppose I, I'm definitely of the opinion. It's almost like I'm being agnostic about marriage, but I'm of the opinion of I'm pretty sure if I found someone that I did really feel that way for, I'd probably then believe in marriage. Do you think you know it I mean? means something different to men than it means to women? I've, ne- I've never pondered on that question until today. We can talk about how there might be different pressures, what a, it is quite a bizarre thing to do, really. I mean, it's so fucking, it's caveman level of backward pair bonding for for life with a bit of glittery metal on your finger. Really? I can make a fucking phone call like, on a, ro- even... a robot phone to the other side of the world and I want a glittery bit of metal on my finger to signal mating unavailability to other apes. How backward is this shit? What does it mean to men to be married, Larry? I think, honest, I swear there is people on my Instagram that I look at and I think, I'm pretty sure you just got married for the, for the likes. Yeah, because nice I, I don't know. If, yeah, if we get up to, if we get up yeah, to 2.3k like, people on the stream, guy, I will say I do. Come on, guys. Uh, Wait for people to arrive before yeah. I commit. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But I always don't think it makes much of a, like, uh, well, I'm only speaking from my mates, but my mates are like, it's like, uh, you know what I mean? (laughs) My mates aren't exactly normality it's like, <laughs> it's like gremlins too they're all kind of slightly different <laughs> someone in um, a minotaur's head going what are you talking about marriage for <laughs> <laughs> although it's, it's strange because my family's like uh, i've got so like because we're catholics and um there's so many aunts and uncles and all that and they all are uh, never got divorced they've they're all still with each other and I think I've noticed that even the gays that I know that are Catholic, I think it's more even like of the way you've been mm-hmm. brought up rather than your actual gender. But like the the gays that have been brought up Catholic are more likely to get married. I've noticed that <laughs> from my mates. The Protestant ones are still out there using condoms. <laughs> and <laughs> What happens at confession for a gay Catholic? Is it like a two-day extended <laughs> set? <laughs> like a Mark Watson Edinburgh show. Um, okay, Susie. So, what what was fascinating me when I started to ponder about this is I don't know if you know, but one of the most popular shows on Netflix at the moment is an Indian matchmaking show. It's like the surprise hit of the late summer on Netflix. Yeah, is, I've heard about. This. It's absolutely amazing, uh, and it's got nothing to do with being Indian and everything to do with relationships, in my opinion. So, my question to you is: Why do we still believe in marriage? Uh, particularly. I would say that to a gay a gay couple. I can understand the rec- the legal equality and recognition is so important, but marriage, one could argue, is such a backward, old school, oppressive, last world institution. Why would you want to be part of that? Because I just want to be looked after. <laughs> no. no, I think. Uh, no, I think it's funny, isn't it? Because I, I think for me, as someone that didn't that couldn't get married and sort of grew up knowing I was gay, not being out until I was in my early twenties, but knowing I was gay and feeling like sort of having peace with never being married, sort of being like, Oh, well, I suppose that's just not for me. It's sad that it's not, but that's just not for me. And then that becoming sort of something that we could do. I don't know. I mean, it's, well, well, let's think... let's take. I mean, it's quite a big question. So let, let's take the element of sexual orientation out of it. Why do why do all people, gay or straight, why do we believe in it still? Now well, it's I the most it's... absurd thing that we're not supposed to be married to someone for seventy years. Clearly, right? We won't be knocking one out over. Uh, come on. Are we not? Like, if we're if we're talking about something that's not about sex. So let's not talk about... I'll just drop Larry out of the chat. Let me just mute him for... (laughs) (laughs) It's not about dirty sex. Um, No, but I think, like, I think that we... I mean, I I know what you're going to do, Russ. You're going to go, yeah, but the thing with apes, and, like, you know, they were never meant to be with each other. And they just, like, you know, they were just made to be with each other. It was a game for them to one have to... Stop doing my material. You're not allowed to broadcast it. (laughs) But... Like, I think that we like having partnerships. I think we like knowing that there's that person that gets us and the person that said, do you know what, out of all of the people in the world, 
I want to commit that I've met. I want to commit to yeah. you. I'm going to say that I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to say that I'm going to always be the person that stands up for you and stands next to you and stands by you. And I think whilst we can go sort of, oh, God, you know, marriage, why was it originally there? Oh, it was so that a man could own a woman and a woman couldn't buy a house until she was married to a man and a woman mm. couldn't, do, couldn't have a passport without a husband. You know, I get all of that stuff, but I think now the sort of new version of marriage that we're getting now that's, I don't know, I guess sort of a feminist version is about having the choice to marry and also having the choice not to marry. And I think people that want to marry, it shouldn't be like, well, were they, why are they doing this really old-fashioned mad thing? It's like, well, because my grandparents did it and I watched them grow old together and I watched them care for each other and they had this knowledge of everything about each other from the 40s where they could go, do you remember that man that lived next to us in 42? And they've got... And I think, I guess... It comes down to having that mm-hmm. friendship for life. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think all marriages are like that. I think some of them look dreadful. I also see some of them and go, leave that marriage. But <laughs> it's quite a, I, it's think, quite, I was not expecting such a sweet speech from you. Uh, uh, but, so it's about partnership, love, that, yeah, that lifelong so. pair bond. So the, what, what um, so he's talking about there, Larry, is what I call middle era marriage. Now, I'm a sociology student little bit liberally flag wavy it's very tempting to go marriage was this and women were owned but that's just the that's just the middle pit that's not how marriage originally not started for humans i'm guessing we'll never know if you want to look on a a biological level what is the fucking point of marriage i mean we're closer to penguins i think than apes if we're going to go there on species i can only think of but it's mostly got to look at birds if you want to find one animal where where, where well like the the dad penguin i don't know if you you're aware larry he sits on the egg for a good couple of months while the uh, by the mummy penguin swims off and gets some more food to come back i mean that's we're as involved as a bloody yeah, yeah. Be. So it's evolved. <laughs> so there's some argument. If you're going to look at the biology of the way human beings are built, there is some argument that we are quite monogamous, but not totally. We're sort of seventy percent. It's ambiguous. So if you look at the way a gorilla is built, no doubt about it, sits in a nest. Yeah, albeit having three wives, but sticks to those three wives. Thank you very much, a lot. Three wives, but one nest. Life done. Whereas a chimp is like fucking lad and Falaraki day one with a shot in him, banging everything that moves, would literally murder its way through the young of another female to get to that female. Whereas human beings, if you're going on a biological evidence, it's not an open and shut case. It looks as though we're built to be with someone for five to ten years and then fuck off. It's not my belief, but that biological evidence suggests that, which would suggest our neural and Mm. emotional equipment matches that as well. But what does Larry believe? What's do, I mean? Do you believe? Larry looks terrified. Do Do you go down the Su- the Susie? Do you go down the Susie route? We've We've evolved. I've, I've never talked about this without talking to a qualified yeah. therapist. Does Susie believes? <laughs> Susie believes we've evolved these big brains. We can form these emotional pair bonds and stay together for life. But other people would argue that's just something that's been forced on us by watching our grandparents, watching our religion, feeling it's something we should do. Are we supposed to be with someone forever, Larry Dean? And forever oh, doesn't mean to the uh, end of a Netflix box set, by the way. It means to look. <laughs> well, I honestly would feel like my proudest thing of having a marriage certificate would be if I've been that dick and my, my other half is about to leave me, I could point at that piece of paper and be like, this is going to be much more difficult for you now. <laughs> and 
And I don't, because I, even like my friend sent to me once, she said, because both of my relationships have only been three years. And my friend said to me, after three years of a relationship, you have to have another reason, not just love of why you're together, right? Which is why I'm annoyed I didn't get my ex pregnant. But the the other thing, I don't, I don't I, she didn't say what it was, which is kind of annoying because I was like, oh, tell me, tell me the thing, and I can definitely, I can definitely do yeah. it. You know, I could bring yeah. it back. You said your um, name was Derek. I think staying together forever. I'm not Derek. together forever. I'm such a... <laughs> Oh mate, I, maybe I should have dyed my hair. I'd just be like, what are you on about? Um, bye. I don't. I think staying together forever. I think it's all. It sounds like a threat. <laughs> so it's like I just. I couldn't do it. Um, I, I also I think I'd probably freak out even more than anything. The only time I've ever like I've thought about um, marrying my ex, and that was just because I didn't want him to leave. You know, I, you know when you kind of get the feeling that a relationship's ending, and but one of you doesn't want it to end, so you're just kind of like, oh, I'll do anything, and then you get down on one knee. Um, really, what he wanted was me to get down on two. Um, but the other reason would be like for a visa and that is and I think it's because there'd be no pressure on it apart from me just thinking I'm getting something out of this rather than I'm com- I think getting advantages like financial or like travel advantages for me are much better than having commitment I understand so marriage is on the decline by the way amongst straight couples I'm assuming it's on, well it's obviously on the rise amongst straight couples I was about to say something very <laughs> thick then it's never existed before it's now possible it doesn't take Poirot to work out it's probably on the rise um, there's interesting biological facts here which write their own jokes um, <laughs> married people outlive single people although that's not quite the correct phraseology single men are three times more likely to die from cardiovascular disease than married men when you control out all other um that's because they're still having sex (laughs) but even the single men who are top shaggers still will peg it before Married men. A scientist evaluated 360, 82 adults. Sorry, that's a Donald Trump figure there. Scientists evaluated 3,682 adults over a 10-year period. Even after taking major cardiovascular risk factors such as age, body fat, smoking, blood pressure, diabetes and cholesterol into account, or Paisley as I call it, married men had a 46% lower death rate than unmarried men. But here's the kicker, Susie. No benefit to women, single or married. Yeah. They don't get the benefit. So, which doesn't suggest that women don't benefit from marriage. It would suggest marriage is perhaps a more negative environment for women than it is for men. <laughs> Could it not even be the fact that, like, the usually when a man wants man is feeling ill, he doesn't go to the doctor, and it's always his wife <laughs> that would be the one who go to the yeah, bloody doctor. Well, that, that genuinely could be a factor. Yeah, it probably is. But it's interesting that, and ungendered, we see it in other areas as well. For example, atheists die before religious believers. So if us, us three were going to a mosque or a synagogue or a church every weekend, and then the, the duplicate versions of us did everything the same but didn't, we would live longer. There is clearly something about being in close quarters with someone who gives a shit about you that provides a neuroprotective and cardiovascular benefit. Less dementia, less heart attack. Ergo, being married keeps you alive longer. Now, we don't. it's far too recent to have the statistics for gay couples, but I'm guessing you'd see the gender thing evaporate then because one, yeah. of, of, you know, for obvious reasons. But isn't it freaking interesting? On a biological level... 
men die without marriage. What do you think of that? <laughs> what do you think of that, Larry Dean? Is that the- I'm, te- I'm fucking terrified <laughs> after this podcast, man. Just having a, I'm trying to have a nice Thursday morning. <laughs> Don't worry, Larry. You're definitely going to die. Cause well, you've got, you got years yet. I mean, you could, you've got years. It's like, depending on, what, what, what depending you, on your so, postcode, of what, course. I keep you- forgetting. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to take a break there. That is the end of part one, but do not miss part two where we're talking about the weddings themselves. Buy at the back or organic croissants to start. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 